Hello, everybody. Welcome to Talking Kenobi, a limited maybe podcast. It is June 7th, 2022, and let's get started. Welcome to Extra Star Wars Podcast. We're covering the Disney Plus limited series, Obi-Wan Kenobi. There is much anticipated hype for this show, bringing back a prequel trilogy crowd favorite. But has it lived up to the hype? The We Have Spoken crew rebrands into Talking Kenobi, a limited maybe podcast to come together to give you our best and worst takes of every episode. Sit back, listen, or watch our banter as we give you all the insights into the galaxy that takes us far, far away. Make sure you follow Extra Star Wars on YouTube and Spotify. And don't forget to check out that Casa at Casa de Dupree over on YouTube. This is where the fun begins, baby. We've got a very special guest broadcasting all the way from Arizona. That is Damien Casa de Dupree. He is actually on a work trip, and he's joining us in the daylight, which is so yes. bizarre. Dames, how we doing, buddy? I mean, fantastic. Now that I just realized I can stay up till midnight and watch Kenobi and Miss Marvel back-to-back and then go to sleep and wake up at, like, 6 and, you know, probably skip my workout because i want to watch those shows a little bit more and then go yes. from there but yeah pretty good you, you son of a bitch mike how are <laughs> you friend i'm feeling great i feel like each week i have been adding something to the element um mm. of my my aura here i got like <laughs> an actual mic yeah yeah so it's not like this is just my sound for, for and sure. now i use my wife's like glow ring for when Ew. she's on business calls <laughs> <laughs> we need a behind the scenes picture asap <laughs> so to try to make me look better i'm doing all things behind the scenes not you know promotion wise i'm still just me exactly doing nothing exactly <laughs> mike's got artificial light damien's got official light from arizona he's doing great there there's no mountains in arizona it's all flat anyways so <laughs> we're we're happy to have you here this show will not be as long as the last show and, and big shout out to those who stuck around for the two-hour show we appreciate you it actually has i think it has over 50 views um over on youtube which is really wonderful um so let's just do a couple promo things before we get started as always hit the goddamn like button right now while you're here do it please i appreciate you make sure you hit subscribe we're up to 53 subscribers right now on this particular channel. I'd love to get to 100. 
it's a it's a work in progress you know going back between you know channels and content and stuff like that but right now kenobi is hot stuff literally and uh it's just a wonderful wonderful thing to talk about i'm so excited to talk about a show that has thoughtful process into it let's give a shout out to our chat right now luna girl is in the chat used and abused pod is in the chat i appreciate you coming on out <laughs> make sure you hit that <laughs> make sure you hit that chat uh, up and let us know if you are here we are multi-broadcasting across three different platforms I use Restream. Most people use StreamYard. Uh, we're actually broadcasting to YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at the same Whoa. time. So you can catch, you know, you can catch it in multiple ways tonight, which is really great. And I'm looking forward to maybe maybe they'll do TikTok and Instagram reels uh, in uh, the, the near future. I mean, so can so I put this on my MySpace? Yes. In <laughs> fact, we um, have a direct link to GeoCities.com, and we will be. <laughs> And my, and my live journal. And yeah, yes. <laughs> and my Zenga. <laughs> so basically, Sean, what you're saying here is that nobody has an excuse to not tune in right now. It's honestly a disgrace if you miss the live show. <laughs> and it just means that you don't like us. And that's okay. It's okay not to like us. But at least say it to our face, cowards. <laughs> I'm going to pause there just for a brief moment to really... Let that sink in. Hello, Dragon Buddy. Welcome on in. This is really great. So just to remind you of all the agenda items, we will recap the episode, go through our top threes, list our grievances, talk about our noticements, hit it up with our one-sentence summary, talk about our predictions, and uh, go to Mike's OnlyFans account as usual. So this is going to be <laughs> lots of fun. Like Vader, I have a stiff neck tonight, so if I look a little Batman-ish, just let once, me go. Once we right. get to my OnlyFans, it won't be the only thing that's stiff. I, I'm telling you, I'm t <laughs> it's already starting. I can't even can't even stand it. Incredible, incredible. I have off tomorrow. <laughs> this is this is happening. Hectalorian, <laughs> welcome on in. You made it just in time. Uh, as always, make sure you follow Red Five. Go to Red Five or bio.link backslash red five to follow all the content. Uh, it's a wonderful thing. And if you uh, look forward to vulgarness and wonderful gaming, why don't you come out to the red five network gaming channel tomorrow, either on YouTube or Twitch. And I'm going to host some party games for about an hour from nine 30 to 10 30. And uh, last week we did a little marbles game where everybody can add in their little ball to a course through Twitch, uh, like a command. And then we race and then we kind of just did like some fun stuff there. And then we played Jackbox party games and it got dark fast. It went down a spiral of vulgar <laughs> and terribleness. And I can't even clip anything because even 18 plus couldn't handle what we were putting down into Jackbox games. So please make sure you uh, you can go check out that replay over on the Red 5 Network Gaming uh, YouTube channel and check that out. It was really, really fun. So we're going to do that again and we may host a mario kart night coming up in the near future so if you have nintendo switch and nintendo switch online we'll exchange uh, our stupid friend codes i hate them so much and uh have some races and it's going to be wonderful 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 <sighs> boys are you ready i'm ready always here we go we're all impressions
All it, right. always, it always makes me laugh. <laughs> New to the stream, of course, is a little overlay. So if you're late to the stream, you're going to be able to see exactly what we're talking about in the lower left-hand corner. And if Damien just it sits, if he looks right and bites at it, he actually will be able to eat some of the text, which is very <gasps> fancy. We're very fancy mm. here. Wonderful. I just had tacos, so I'm kind of full, but... What were you your know. impressions of it? The tacos? No, yes. the, the, what, the words you just ate. Yeah, what were your impressions? Oh, God damn um, it. I think you just ate your words there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, overall impressions of Kenobi Part 3. Here's what I got. Vader terrorizes and cannon junkies can kiss my ass. <laughs> That's it. That's my overall impressions of this damn episode. I loved it. It was incredible, and I can't wait to talk about it. I have the longest recap and recap history lined up, and I can't wait to talk about it. Mike, what about you, overall impressions? I was frightened. <laughs> in a good way. Yes. Like, in a, in a horror movie, like, you want to be frightened kind of way. That's, that's my overall impression of this episode. Right, 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 right. Dames? I got one word, uh, intense, mm. like, don't watch it with the lights off, like, just make sure all the lights are on, it's daylight, you're in Arizona, you got the sunlight still, because it, it was intense, Yes, and I really liked your your overall impression, Sean, it was perfect. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of it, I'm sick and tired of people, people <laughs> shatting all over Star Wars content. And uh, I'll get into it a little bit later, but I've got, I made a, a nice analogy uh, to it. And we'll, we'll, let me we'll... push up my glasses and yeah, read yeah. all of my canon. Yeah, listen, I'm, you might as well call me a pirate. That's how much canon I know. Mm, my name is my time. first, my good recap. I actually think that's my favorite one. You cut out my joke. I did. How I'm dare sorry. you? <laughs> I, I just, just like, uh, just like Obi Wan had the high ground. I cut off all your limbs right there. Just like that, Karen from what was it episode two? <laughs> that's right. Cut you off her hands. What to do? Oh, really? Slice. Here's your hand, bitch. Reva in a past life was actually a, a person who worked at the deli. So she she knew exactly what to do there. All right. This is quite lengthy on the recap. I have uh, lots of bullet points. I watched the episode at length many times. I actually watched it with Kate. And I nice. was watching her watch it to see if there was terror. And um, I said, what happened in the episode? And she just looked at me and said, Darth Vader. I went, you're goddamn right. You're goddamn right, Darth Vader. And that's it. And actually, she went, I have that costume. And I go, a correct Number two, that's, that's the second smartest thing you said today as we watched it, so it was good stuff. All right, so we have a nice recap from part two, which I always love. I love the little recaps. It gives us, I mean, it, it's almost like a comic book recap. You literally don't need to watch the episode if you just watch the recap. Like, you can save yourself 42 minutes. We open up on the cargo ship with Leia sleeping in Kenobi, attempting once again to contact Qui-Gon. We get flashbacks to Reva. We get Vader assembled. Obi wringing his hands while meditating about Revenge of the Sith scenes. He's coming, Master. Vader exits and boom, Mustafar Castle, baby. Kenobi is all that matters now. Reva and Vader chat. 
Obi fixes Lola with his uh, PC technician toolkit that he found. The f force analogy of Afraid of the Dark we'll talk about. Nice cinematic opening to a new planet, Mapuzo, a mining system. People are not all good, Leia. Obi knows Mapuzo history, which I found to be kind of interesting. We've got some Empire talk. We've got Anakin robes in the distance, which is really outstanding. I kind of like sat up in my chair at 5.30 in the morning when I first watched that. We have a, a transition to the Inquisitor's building on an ocean planet. Reva and the other Inquisitors chat in a conference room. We have kind of a cool scene of Imperial prepping of probes, alliteration much, and a launch. We go back to Mapuzo. Kenobi and Leia reach the coordinates, but no one is there, and Kenobi is not trusting anyone at this point. We meet Freck, and they make up a story, and I just love the line of, that's a weird story. They pick up four stormtroopers. They're looking for Jedi. We'll find them. We always do. Leia and Kenobi almost blow their cover. Leia and Kenobi chat about mom. Leia seems desperate to know her real parents. Kenobi's story of a possible brother, excuse me. Freck and team stop at an inspection point. They initiate protocol 23, which I believe is a probe droid scan, to be my guess. Kenobi takes down the troopers, but more troopers show up with an officer. The officer turncoats and helps them. Reva and the team are on their way to Mapuzo. The officer tells Kenobi to wait uh, so that they can get out of the port. Leia regrets running away immediately. They are in the shit right now. Leia really likes droids. I kind of like that about her. The safe house, there's a safe house through the galaxy called The Path. They need to get to Jabim. We have a mention of Quinlan Voss, which we will talk about in uh, noticements. Um, he was smuggling younglings. Stormtroopers enter the droid place. She'll make a good fighter one day, Tala says. We uh, learned a little bit about Empire history. It's too late. Like, like I joined, and then all of a sudden, it turned into something, and it was too late. Ben has a force vision or feeling. It's now dark out of nowhere. <laughs> Vader is on planet. Ben ushers Leia back to the room. Vader pauses, senses Kenobi, and just starts tormenting people, probably, in my opinion, to draw Kenobi out. He snaps somebody's neck. Ben asks Tala to handle Leia. Can you get her to Alderaan? Vader drags Lady along, you know, for fun. Inquisitors are sweeping the town. Kenobi getting away and meets Vader. He ignites his saber. Ben thinks about saber, but runs instead, like a little bit of an evasion. He ignites uh, the saber again, but continues to evade. Reva and um, this is kind of where I have an, an interesting uh, discrepancy, and we'll have to talk about it, but Reva sort of has a plot armor-ish where she just happens to pick the right place and the right droid and just knows where to go. Okay. Um, we have, uh, let's see, Leia like turns around to Tal and says, you need to go help him. He's like, he's not going to be able to do this by himself. Uh, Vader surprises Ben. Okay. Uh, it's definitely a one-sided fight. Vader fighting one-handed. You may have noticed that. Tala is on her way. Kenobi continues to evade. Vader has had enough and just grabs Kenobi using the Force. He ignites these chemical rocks and burns him. Tala shows up. Stormies show up. She, you know, makes a distraction. Vader shuts down the fire. Vader allows, and this is a big detail that I put in, Vader allows Kenobi to escape. Tala consoles Kenobi. Leia, unfortunately, runs into Reva. And that is the end of our episode.
That was a good one. That good one. Yeah. I, uh, I I wanted to incorporate some lines in the recap, so just to kind of go through that, like what they were saying at the time and whatever. But I, I remember waking up last Wednesday and was like, "Oh, forty nine minutes. Okay, I got to get started now because it was like five fifteen, and I knew I was going to be running into getting ready for the day. And I kind of like not knowing the episode, um, like timing of it. Um, but but what a recap chat. Let me know what you think of that recap i appreciate the comments we will definitely get to chat in a little bit but mike anything else you would like to add to that recap or comment on it it's yeah you said it all this this was a hard this was a horror movie this episode (laughs) (laughs) you the one thing you he snapped someone's neck you didn't mention that it was a child (laughs) it's true well that's on brand he snaps a child's neck that was like, Daddy. He's like, Nope, dead. No, don't oh. ever. Well, maybe he's got daddy issues. We know this. We do know he has daddy. We do know he has. There's a lot of daddy issues in there for sure. Um, Dames, what do you think, bud? I mean, just going back to, you know, my overall thoughts of, of just saying like intense, like Vader was just no nonsense killing people because he knew that Kenobi was watching him and it was so intense. And like, this is still on disney plus right like we have snapping necks people being burned alive like this is so crazy and they're really doing a good job of beefing up vader to fans expectations of what they thought he you know always was this is we didn't see this much but i mean like this is a vicious vader really vicious this was crazier than rogue one vader (laughs) oh yeah this is comic book vader right now um probably toned down if i had to be honest with you uh, but I just want to mention, <laughs> just want to mention in the predictions uh, last week, <laughs> I mentioned that we would get Vader at the end of this episode, and you were like, "No way! It's no way that's going to happen. I'm going to wait that until the end." And boy, oh boy, were you too wrong, <laughs> dude! I, just I thought, thought, I, the, I, I thought he was going to have a big reveal for sure, right. but I, I didn't expect like walking and talking and interaction and castle and and assembly and like i don't know my i'm gonna throw you on the on under the boat right now did you do the timing of vader minutes to kenobi minutes i did not okay that's okay we'll bring that to you next week we'll we'll see who had who had the most minutes in this episode was it vader was it kenobi because it's damn close you forgot to mention the part where he told the kids that they could have just knocked on his door to get the baseball right (laughs) right I've t- I totally forgot. It's, it's unbelievable <laughs> that I forgot that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the, the episode recap, I think, is, is just gets us. It breaks the ice. Yep. But that's just our general, that's just the general recap. Now let's get into our top threes. Our top threes. Danger zone. I need, I need <laughs> to see that movie. I know. I keep too. hearing good things. Actually, it's I am. I'm upset because uh, not about the movie. Just sidebar. I want for the last two days of school and for my triathlon coming up this week. I wanted to do the Miles Teller action yeah, yeah. and just do this, but apparently I have like family portraits next weekend and I have to look <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's unacceptable. So I can't. <laughs> I can't go Miles Teller mustache. Yeah, that, that's that's unacceptable. Just sign up for another mud run or something. Yeah, <laughs> in the right, summer. Exactly. 
exactly. <laughs> correct, correct, correct. Um, so, yes, we have top threes. And I would like – I bet – well. Hmm. I feel like a lot of them are going to be similar this week. Maybe. Maybe. We were two for two from last week. And speaking of top threes – Commercial time, if you haven't had a chance to go on to Extra Star Wars, check out my expanded universe, EU fans, about my top three moments from part one and part two. They are both live up on YouTube right now. Part one's doing really well, over 150 views. Part two is is laying an egg right now, but I just uploaded it this morning, and it hasn't quite hit the algorithm, and it will, it will get there. But if you want a little bit of an expansion on uh, the top threes, Go check that out. Don't do it now. Stop it. Close the tab. Do it later. <laughs> Thank you. Stop it. Knock it off. I know what you're doing. I see you. Damien, start us off. All right. So uh, mine, I'm going to go from three to one. My, my number three was just the uh, Quinlan Voss name drop. I thought that was awesome. They're mm-hmm. obviously based off of Vader being in this episode or so much and in the show so much. I feel like it's leading towards possibly maybe a cliffhanger into a not limited series um, and expanding on that. So that name drop to me was just a highlight, like just the fact that they mentioned a character. I, I always just like my ears perk up and I get excited and start thinking about the potential of what could be in future Disney plus shows, especially with like how exciting Kenobi has been so far. So that was my number three. Quinlan Voss in a new canon book called dark disciple which is a adult novel focusing on his relationship with Asajj Ventress during the Clone Wars time. I think during the Clone Wars time. I'm sure Nicole, welcome to the chat, will correct me. If you want to throw in any Quinlan Voss factoids into the chat, that would be helpful. <laughs> um, I believe he was animated in Clone Wars. I think we have some kind of uh, appearance from Quinlan, and he certainly... Uh, explored his sexuality, which was very interesting for a Jedi. That's kind of what I remember from Dark Disciple. I don't think he certainly followed the celibate code, as they would say, um, all the time. And I do, again, that's one of those Marvel things, right, where I missed, I don't know, like the Tesseract. Like, people knew that was an Infinity Stone. But the first time I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, cool, energy. But you didn't know it, you know what I mean? You didn't know it until later. This, people are like, Quinlan, who's that? And we're like, we know. We yep. know who that is. And that's what, what makes this Easter egg pretty good. Mike, did you have an idea of the Quinlan name drop? Like, when you first watched it, like, did you were like, oh, that's a cool name, but I don't really know who that is, or you you knew? I knew it through, like, I just remembered he was, he just looked like a badass. Mm. I, I remember the the, like... Almost looking, almost like like Native American vibes from him. Okay, yeah. Where he had like the, the like line across the face, and I was like, oh, that, I do remember yeah, Quinlan. Yeah. I chat, you know, chat saying dreadlocks. He had some dreads. Yeah, uh, he worked alongside Kenobi in the Clone Wars yeah. series. Thank you, chat. I didn't know much about him. I knew, but I did see this one tweet that was like, <laughs> every episode, like every episode of the Star Wars shows has been like. Oh, there's some Star Wars fan. I was like, "Oh shit, Gridblock Bloog appeared in this episode," <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it was like for like you know yeah. you were the Tesseract, right? But right. I, I I'm I'm excited to see where this 
this goes now with the limited ish series. Yeah. It, it's just like, what's the word? I'm not, um, not obvious. It's not an obvious character, right? It's just outside of the general Star Wars pop culture mm-hmm. that should introduce this character, like Dr. Afra. Mm-hmm. Who's, who's comic yes. and and novel right now? Not, not it's not really a novel. It's more like a stage novel, an audio book. I mean, and if they introduce, listen, a Doctor Afro live action show would be basically Indiana Jones female lesbian version. It's inc- mm-hmm. incredible if they do a Doctor Afro show, and they somehow, I mean, Doctor Afro worked alongside Vader. Like he was, she was in debt to him in some way, you know. She was like the spy in the ranks for Vader, and she, he would send Dr. Afra out on missions that he couldn't do because the Palpatine was looking into his brain at all times because they're always worried about being betrayed, the Sith, of course, right? So Dr. Afra was, was part of that process, and I, I hope, just like Quinlan, you know, if there's a live-action appearance, it's awesome. Um, and I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for these... You know me, little connections like this that make the story chug along just fine. So that's good stuff. All right. So, Dames, you had Quinlan Voss as a name drop. Mike, did you have something different? Yes, I did. I had three things that are different. Ooh. <laughs> so the streak <laughs> is broken. <clears throat> I had the, uh, there's not really a cold open to these episodes, but I had the Darth Vader Iron Man open. Nice where it kept going back and forth to seeing Darth Vader getting put together with the, like the suspenseful music and then quiet to Obi-Wan trying to get in touch with Mm Qui-Gon and just seeing him getting put together. And then he's finally put together. And then you hear James Earl Jones voice like that 1000% caught me by surprise. Right. And then seeing in the credits voiced by James Earl Jones, (laughs) <laughs> Caught me 1,000% by surprise, too. Right. That was... So I guess this is Vader into James Earl Jones. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 an interesting th- thing because when I... I love that scene. Great scene. Unbel- underappreciated because of how good... Once, one thing about Kenobi that I've noticed is that I'm not nitpicking as much as I did with Boba because mm-hmm. I am completely blown away scene after scene, scene after scene, scene after scene. It's just like an overload of like nostalgia times good quality times. Wow. What a piece of dialogue that they're saying. Yes. And, and that sh- it should be absolutely appreciated. And I, I know Damien's he's on the cusp. I'm going to allow him to say this. We know that's not James Earl Jones, right? That's what you're going to say. In the suit. In the, not in the suit. <laughs> he's 91. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, my kids are uh, waking up, so I'm going to exit for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, Dame, we got um, this, just like last week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was going to say that uh, Mike was wrong because that was one of my top as well. The, the suit that was scene one of your was just like as well. perfect way to just start the episode. So good. So yeah. from what I read about being James Earl, like James Earl Jones, it was his voice, but it went through the – the re-tracker, whatever. Yeah, the AI. Yeah, it was him recording it. I originally thought it wasn't because there were a couple things that uh, Vader said in the opening, and I was like, this is just like stolen from, not stolen, 
but borrowed from the original trilogy. Yeah, like, like, like fail me and you will not live like, to regret I, it. Like, I, why are you like that? Uh, prove yourself to me right. and like the yeah. person that you seek. But then when he dropped Grand Inquisitor, I was like, James Whoa. Earl Jones never said those words not in not. the original trilogy. Yeah. Like, so I knew there had to be some sort of AI that went involved. Yeah. In now, that. I don't think, I don't think, and somebody in chat or maybe you know um, can correct me, I don't think he recorded live. I do think it was pulled footage from all of his interactions and, and B-roll and A-roll. And just like they did with Luke AI, they did it with Vader, which I think is a little easier to do because it's synthesized. You know, you mm -hmm. can kind of do what you got to do to make it right. as well. And the one thing I immediately noticed, and I went, oh, damn, James Earl Jones. And I went, wow, he sounds so much better than the Rogue One Vader. And I believe Rogue One Vader was live acted by James Earl Jones, and he uh... sounded old. Yeah. And it's probably one of my drawbacks to Rogue One, and we never really talked about it. Maybe we'll revisit it right before Andor breaks loose. I think that might be that might be a show. And um, I just it just it just sounded like got to hang Old. it up. And I kind of appreciate the fact that Rebels like didn't use James Old Jones. You know, they used some a different voice actor to put their spin on it, and that's cool for me. Like, listen, Vader's an iconic voice; it's legendary. If you see the face, you hear the voice. That's the best part about it, you know, for, for those who can, you know, they can do it. But um, I, I just can't believe the technology to make me, I mean, it's like the Tarkin technology, you know? And, and we know that Tarkin was voiced by one of the South Park creators, Trey. That's him voicing really? Tarkin. Yes. Trey, whatever his name is. I'm pretty sure... He Trey Parker, does, Trey Parker, yeah. He does a impression of Tarkin, and it was a it was a, an actor that had his bone structure, and it was dubbed, and it was incredible. Wow, unbelievable, unbelievable. I so did not know that. That Full was back in Rogue One, 20, 2016, 2017, something like that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that tech was there, and here we are, man. James Earl Jones is. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And we'll revisit that for sure. So great. So you had the the uh, assembly of Vader. Um, no supply shortage. He had all his parts. Incredible. Um, all right, I'm going to bring up something that Roe from the Scarif Scuttlebutt complained about, about the assembly of Vader. He said, and that's right, we're, we're talking ish right now. He said <laughs> that he did not like the helmet being installed and preferred the revenge of the Sith style, the two piece. So uh, this was, this was inserted from top down. Yep. The other one was inserted like flappy dappy. And you had the side, side, view the side piece, the, the side view of it. Question one, does it matter? Question two, who cares? <laughs> Statement I mean, I one, technology advances. That's what I said. Same thing. <laughs> I guess it's personal preference. I, I mean, I didn't really think about it until just now. Um, yeah. I do kind of like the assembly and just seeing the multiple pieces of the helmet, yeah. but just for the, the sake of the scene, like for them to just drop it from the top, I'm good. Like we okay. already got all that other stuff that we didn't really like right. have in-depth you know, views of before. We've so. never seen it before, not even in the OT. We've never seen him assembled. We've seen mm -hmm. him like back of the head and we're like, oh damn, look at the scars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's it, you know? So yeah, you're 100% you're right. So I've got a working theory. I have a Lego. It's called 
I forget what it's called, but it's it's um. <laughs> Won't it's you brag about it? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's got Palpatine. And it's called Oh Vader Transformation. It's called Vader Transformation, and it's got a little play element to it, to where you have scarred up Anakin, and you and you do this little uh, toggle. For those on the podcast, I'm I'm twirling my fingers. I think I am, and you toggle this thing, and and the whole platform shifts, and now it's Vader. And then it, you pull the little tab back, and now Vader is vertical, like in Revenge of the Sith. And guess where the helmet comes from? From the top. <laughs> Lego is never wrong. They Lego are is accurate. Never wrong. Never wrong, exactly. All right. Speaking of Vader, I'll just add on to your scene. Directly after the assembly, we get Vader's castle on mustafar and if you followed me long enough i made a from between rogue one right i made a bold prediction that we would get a uh, like a decimated derelict vader castle in rise of skywalker and ben solo aka kylo ren would have explored the castle to eventually get the Wayfinder to get the Exegol. And as we know, the very opening scenes of Rise of Skywalker, he is on Mustafar, although you didn't know it because there's no damn labels on anything. And <laughs> what's interesting about that, and there's a little connection to that. I'm so sorry to get into Rise of Skywalker. Um, there's trees on Mustafar, right? Which seems weird being at Lava Planet. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. Do you know how fertile Hawaii soil is? That's a good point. But at the point... <laughs> I did not, but that makes a lot of sense. Well, I did see Moana, and that's about. I, all. I have been to Hawaii. It is very green. Okay, fair. By the volcanoes. Fair, but we can say from Revenge of the Sith, there are no trees present. Would you agree with that? I'll agree with that. <laughs> okay. But in Vader Immortal, the VR game that I played on Rift, there's three episodes to that. There's a point in the game. Spoiler alert! If you haven't played it that something happens within the core of the planet that literally cools it down a little bit that allows fertility. Hmm. Fast forward, Rides of Skywalker, there's now fertile trees and lands, which just makes sense to the VR game, which actually I appreciated because I played it. Hmm. Um, But the problem was we didn't get the castle. So I was disappointed in most, you know, that whole movie. But we got the castle. And the best part about having that castle... Is I haven't built that castle yet in Lego. Oh. I have it in the box. Oh. And it may be time to pull the castle. Oh, I I'm thought so you were excited. talking about selling it. <laughs> Definitely not gonna sell it. I'm gonna check out the prices. But no, I uh the castle, the castle, I like of course Vader has a castle, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, think about it. Palpatine was like, Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna build you a nice place where you got chopped up so you can remember how terrible you fought forever. And it's like a dark side, you know, beacon. Nothing teaches like pain. For sure. For sure. For sure. I my kids that on. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Before we move on to our next top three, let's just acknowledge some people. Yes, Nicole. Uh, yes, I love the visuals of the opening. 100% caught me by surprise. Heck yeah, love me some Rogue One, Luna Girl. Whoa, sick burn, science fictionary. Andrew is in the chat. Thank you for checking us out, Andrew. I appreciate you, buddy. That's awesome. All right, Dames, we're going into round two, top three. So, I mean, technically, I did my round two, but 
Fair. I can give my number one unless you guys want to go first. Fire. Uh, okay. Uh, you know what? Just go for it. We're just gonna. We're probably gonna be right in the same right in the same ballpark. I had to guess. Swing so, away, Merrill. <laughs> so I did pivot from Vader Ooh. to uh, Ewan McGregor, and his performance in this episode was just so good. Like just having the hallucinations, trying to reach out to Qui Gon, the terror in his eyes while he's watching, like his Padawan just destroy a village to get to him Lord. being burned, all of this stuff. Like Lord. he's going through so much stuff right now to the point oh where gosh. he was like, just like he couldn't pull the trigger on his lightsaber. He'd just rather run like yeah. he's been doing ever since the incident on Mustafar. So his performance in this episode was just so good. And that was, uh, that was my number two. Vader was my one, but you uh, and McGregor's performance was just, so good i'll add on to it just because it is it's not in any particular order but i just have ben talks to the force and mm -hmm. you're 100 right like that opening scene lay a little sleepy he is trying his best to commune i think this shows me that he's this is the third time now he's tried to contact qui-gon i mm -hmm. think it's conceivable to think that he's been attempting to contact him for 10 years and has not been successful at all yet he has faith that it's going to happen. And I think it's going to happen. And they're, they're building it up, certainly, to make yep. it happen. Um, and, and, you know, between that and the little chat on the, the uh, Frex, little transport, are you my father? And he's like, I really wish I was, because you don't want to know who it is. You know, and then it goes into the village, you know what I mean? And it's just like, it's like oh, my gosh. It's it's un it's unbelievable. Just it's just absolutely unbelievable. So I, I did I I actually well I'll get to that um, in my in my in my bottoms in my bottoms. I'll, I'll save that <laughs> in the bottoms. Okay, Michael. I'll, I'll save my number one. Uh, I loved the great dialogue and essentially the one-liners in this episode. Okay, like I wrote down a, a couple things, and I'm sure like you. We'll expand on them. Uh, how Obi-Wan describes the Force. When he says, have you ever been afraid of the dark? Mm -hmm. How does it feel when you turn on the light? Mm, I feel safe. Uh, the one-liner when <laughs> they're on Freck's like, transport ship. And Leia just says, absolutely, we love the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's, already, nice to, already. it's nice to know good people. <laughs> Still don't understand the hate that she gets. She's been amazing. I yeah. I don't I, I don't know if she got hate this episode too much. I'm also not feeding into it. Yeah, I don't really care too much. But um, no, she's been she's been wonderful. Um, so do I talk or I don't want to talk? <laughs> <laughs> you don't but, talk. The conversation between uh, Leia and Obi-Wan uh, when they were in character of um, Luma, and Luna? Lu Luma, Luma and Luma and yo, did your heart drop when he called her Leia and the storm oh, the, oh. the stormtroopers like you called her Leia like he was all about it like they did they were serious like I love that this series is making stormtroopers more intimidating than they were in the OT right now. But yep. also still really dumb. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. 
It's true. But speaking of that, uh, that, that situation where he calls her lay, he's like, I still see her mother's face where he was drawn, which also brings forward to Damien's point of Ewan's performance. Yeah. Where he's drawing tr- truth into his lie. Correct. Where he's like, I still see her mother's face. And I'm like, oh, wow, that, that, yeah. that hit. That one yeah. hit. Yeah. 100% right. It, it, I thought the cargo scene from last episode where they're talking about, you remind me of someone was like, oh, wow, they went to the Padme thing. And I was like, whoa, whoa, they're going deep into the yeah. deep end right now. Okay. And then the last one, um, when Obi-Wan says to Vader, 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 <laughs> what have you become? Oh. And he chimes back, I am what you made me. That is yep. an all, that's an all-time line. That is. It is like now an automatic classic. <laughs> yeah. Automatic classic. It's, it's, it's wonderful. It's, it, you know, he's like, Kenobi can't believe it. He can't believe what he's seeing right now. And he just saw three people die. And he's just like, yeah, man, this is, you did this. How you like that? How you like? How about him being tortured for ten years, thinking he killed his best friend? For him to come back worse, and then getting the blame. Yo, it's bad, dude. I feel <laughs> once again just it, like pile on the trauma on Obi Wan here. It's so man, like I feel bad for it. It's crazy. That is an all time line, though. You are completely right. Like that is a classic. Instant classic Star Wars line now. Like, I want to make, you know, there's going to be memes and it's going to be like bacon and then a BLT and it just says, what have you become? <laughs> I am what you made me. It has to be like burnt bacon or something. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Like, yo, well done steak. And it's like, what have you become? Yes. I am yes. what you made me. Indeed. And then it's a graphic of Longhorn. Indeed. <laughs> yes. My my uh, last top three is just Vader entering the village as if it was like, uh, what's your boy Byers from Stranger Things? And he's he's discovering that the upside down is coming. Yep. And that was Kenobi. Like he literally haven't felt that presence in a long time and was shook. And the, the directorial imagery of it, and this is one of those things where, since it is my top three, I will go into more visual of that over on the Extra Star Wars channel. We will do top threes. Mm-hmm. And just the cape lightly touching the ground, right? With the boots and walking, walking yep. through, and the fifth sister going to Reva like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't even do anything. You don't want to do that. Even I know that. Don't do anything. We're just we're just here to sweep the town. And then he's like, could you imagine hiding and wham, you're you're not hidden anymore. He sees you. You know, and it's just the whole entering of the village. I don't really understand how quickly it got that dark. That's okay. But it did. It it added to the aesthetic of terror and fear. 
And uh, I just loved, I loved every minute. I, I was eating up every minute of Vader entering the village and being a literal psychopath. Yeah. So that, that, that was my top. Yes. And I read that the, the, the writers, apparently that scene was more extreme. <sighs> Need a and I, I, it was written more extreme and they're like, no, it's Disney. We got to cut this back a little That's bit. Fair. And I'm like, you snapped a kid. There's, <laughs> there's essentially infanticide. How do you get more extreme than that? I mean, and it kept darn. the way it kept cutting back. And there was a lot of good scenes of cutting back and forth between yeah. um, like, like with date uh, Vader's Iron Man scene and with this yeah. cutting back and forth between Vader, you know, tr- like decimating this town and terrorizing this town yeah. and Reva going, um, uh, trying to find Leia. Yeah. Uh, and the whole Michael Myers aspect oh, of this great analogy. Wow. Was what really frightened me where Obi-Wan was running. Yeah. Vader was walking. Yes. And yes. still was just right behind him. And I got major Michael Myers vibes oh. from it. And that's why I was like, I was petrified. I was petrified. And then the fact that he just, he's like, I'm going to let Obi-Wan go because I want to continue to torture him I the love way him. I've been tortured for the last 10 years. He is obsessed with the pursuit. Mm-hmm. The pursuit. And I think this deserves a battle alarm. Ring the bell. <clears throat> great, great analysis there, Mr. Mike. That top, that was top notch, hundred percent right. Couldn't couldn't agree with it more. Um, unbelievable stuff. Unbelievable stuff. Um, I'm I'm done with I'm done with my top threes. I think Mike, you finished your top threes. Damien's good. That's great. Awesome. Oh my god. I don't even want to bring this show down. But in the effort of honesty, we do have to list some grievances. Next up, our list of grievances. General Kenobi. Listen, this is this is C plus graphics. C plus. General Kenobi. <laughs> I love that. I love his voice. It's so good. We need we need Grievous back now. I want a Grievous series. Grievous series would be cool. There was a, um, I don't know if he was in Clone Wars too much. I would need chat to help me with that if he was in Clone Wars. Okay. My first uh, Grievous is a continuity error that I feel is very, very obvious. And I don't understand it. And I'm hoping that I am just like not seeing what I'm, like I missed something. Um, there's a point where Reva goes to the droid place, finds the secret hiding place. Meanwhile, before that, Hala and Leia are running down this tunnel. Leia says, hey, you need to help them. Hala goes, I got you. Leia, at that moment, I don't know if you picked up on it, like became the leader. Like, Go. You need to go. I'll keep going. You go. 
So Tala then 180s, right? And goes the other way. Tala somehow makes it out. Mm -hmm. Doesn't see Riva, unless there's a different... And this is where I'm like, do we have to suspend disbelief to where there's other entrances to this, this pathway? But then Riva somehow jumps Leia and gets in front of her. So is this a is this a cavern? Is this a labyrinth of paths, or is this a straight path? Because I'm pissed off at it, because I don't get it. So what is happening in this scene? Where let's just let me go over it again, just for those who are who need it. Kenobi runs, Tala and Leia go down the tunnel. They're sweeping the town. Reva finds a tunnel. She starts her way down the tunnel. Tala turns. Goes the other way. Leia keeps going. Reva gets in front of Leia. Tala never sees, sees Reva. Help me understand. I don't know. I don't know. Am I going crazy? Are are yeah. we getting a taste of Reva's force powers? Meaning she could sense Leia because Leia is force sensitive and knows where she is going to be. Um, I, ad, yeah. ad, adults do run faster than children. This is known. No, so, usually not an issue. Not an issue. Usually, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe Reva is Reva is greater than Flea in speed. This, this is a fact. But I feel like Leia would have seen her, and that's where my problem is. Is like I wish there was just a, a middle point. Like, why did the pilot have to be dead? Well, think, if, back, th think yeah. back to all of her parkouring and moon nighting. Jump in, like she knows she knows the tunnels there. She knows where it's going to end, so she could just parkour to the end, which is a lot faster than Leia's running. And because Tala goes back, Tala goes back to where Reva originally was. Reva's right. not there. Tala's able to help Kenobi, right. and then. Reva ends up at the end of the tunnel, essentially. Okay. All right. So, so Andrew gives us some insight. His headcanon for me is that she guessed where the tunnel led and went over land instead of the tunnel. And I would, be, and I'm fine with that, but mm -hmm. that's not how it was displayed. You know, it for me, be. like it just wasn't displayed that way. And I, I know Nicole says that I thought. Tala was already out of the tunnel as Leia ran back in. For me, it felt like they were in the middle of it. And then she turned and ran. Again, the timing of it was weird because we went from light to dark, like in a right. second. So right. right there, there was already a minor continuity thing for me because we were, you know, again, I'm not going to, I'm not going to nitpick that too, too much, you know, because Vader needs darkness or it doesn't work. <laughs> Vader in the sunshine with sunscreen on his little nosy doesn't really yeah. work as well as Vader <laughs> at night. Not with that attitude. <laughs> Speaking of, I think the new advent calendar is Vader on a beach with like sunscreen on and a pail. The new is advent it really? Calendar. I think so. Great, um, they suck me back in for another year. <laughs> just when I'm out, they suck me back in. Speaking of Vader, it's also um, the final page in the Fortnite Battle Pass this season. So. Guess who bought it? Me, yep. once again, like an idiot. And we're going to have to go after Vader. Anyway, oh, God damn, they're so smart. Um, so I'm good. I'm good. Listen, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm accepting of it, but it definitely, for me, it's, it actually stuck out the most. Um, mm -hmm. And that's why I have to list an air 
at Grievous. Fair. Fair. Uh, Dames, do you have any Grievouses? So I only really had one, and I get it for the sake of storytelling, but it was just kind of like, to me, it was kind of like, all right, we see this super-powered Vader just mowing down people in the village. Like, he knows who he's after. He's finding Kenobi around every corner, drags him through fire. Then, you know, Kenobi saved, and he just stands there. And I'm like, you could jump over those flames. <laughs> like, I just, I kind of was disappointed that he just, like, gave up and stood there. And I don't know, and I'm hoping that that's not, like, a, you know, a sign of weakness already because of everything he's been doing so far. Like, I don't want to see that until we're into, like, Return of the Jedi and, and him saving Luke. I want to see him be vicious and just, you know, not have any regret or remorse or anything for his actions. So uh, the fact that he gave up to me almost kind of made it seem like it was a, like a little bit of like he's kind of feels bad. But um, and I know they have to tell three more episodes and possibly yeah. more. So I know yeah. that for story purposes, they had to do it. But for me, I was just kind of like, all right, like you just drag this guy through fire and like, now you have like a brand new fire that you could drag him through. <laughs> like, why so wouldn't you? The stormtroopers did say, we can't get through this. <laughs> but <laughs> Vader can. <laughs> so, I know that. So, so I, and that was, so that was, I think that's a big negative on this episode on, on the Twitter. Because if, if we're showing a powerful Vader and all of a sudden a wall of fire, um, stops him that's why i mentioned in my recap that vader allowed kenobi to escape and i believe and i believe that to be true because he's not just after kenobi he now knows kenobi had help he now knows that kenobi will lead him to some sort of rebel cell or some sort of that and, and he'll be able to torture and torment those people and it always leads down to something else and Vader's always, in my opinion, Vader's always after the bigger picture uh, when it comes yeah. down to it. You know, as father and son, we can rule the galaxy. You don't care about Palpatine at all at that point. Right. You know what I mean? So he's, he's looking at the bigger picture. That's me. But, but initially, I, I agree. I'm like, is he afraid of the fire like Michael Myers is? I mean, they could, he could have had a moment of PTSD because it wasn't something he caused, you know? Yeah. Like, he caused that first initial fire that he's dragging Kenobi through. So yeah. The second one, like, maybe that was just – he got shell-shocked or something and he just yeah. froze. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't – maybe. I, who, who's, who's to say that Vader doesn't have PTSD from right, it yeah. all? I, I thought this was – and, like, you put it there, and that's exactly what I thought from um, – the science fictionary, I thought this was more of a head game where, like, I want to give Obi-Wan hope that he could get away Oof. knowing the Michael Myers thing where you can run. I'm just going to walk, but I'm still somehow going to be right behind you every step of the way. So yeah. he Obi-Wan gets away. He thinks he's safe. He thinks he can, you know, find some place to get away from Vader. Yeah. And Vader is still right behind him. And I think I think he does just want to torture him. This is, one of, mouse. this is literally one of the only episodes in anything that we've watched where I'm like, no, that point does not check out. I will <laughs> cross-reference your Grievous with my own things. It is, it is, what a Usually, change. You've it, made it, quite it, the character change. Usually I am the negative one. <laughs> 
the most I'm, minuscule of grievances. I'm, I'm talking about tunneling. And Mike's like, no effing way. There's several tunnels. I saw them. I saw them. I got the schematics to the town. <laughs> I have the blueprints, bitch. <laughs> and that's fine. And that's the beautiful part of it is that we see things that we, I, I mean, I, I hooked onto that certain thing. And chat, you certainly helped me. And boys, you certainly helped me. And, and hopefully we can get through the list of grievous. Um, all right, so I listed my major one. Damien listed his major one. Mike, do you have any major grievances that we can we can help you through? I wouldn't call it a grievous. I would call it a worry. Fair. This episode is exactly the plot of season two of Mandalorian. Talk to me. All right. Please remind With, everybody. All right, so plot of Mando season two with a little more history between our protagonist and antagonist. Okay. All right. So Leia Grogu gets kidnapped. Obi-Wan Mando goes to save him. I'm afraid it's turning I, I worry that it's turning into the second season. And don't get me wrong. Second season of Mando is great. But if I wanted to watch the second season of Mando, I'd watch the second season of Mando. Okay. I wouldn't watch the first limited season of Obi-Wan to see the second season of Mando. Mm-hmm. There, are very, there are a lot of similarities. And it... We we brought up this point last week where it's like, oh, I, I forgot who in the chat said it, that they had to like rewrite it because it was too similar to Mandalorian. Interesting. And I'm like, this is spot on Mandalorian. Yeah. So I've I've got one rebuttal that will, will absolutely quell your worry. The legendary George Lucas once said, it's like poetry. It rhymes. That's all, that's all I <laughs> but no you're right in terms of story beats that's what you're worried about you're worried about yeah okay we've i mean uh, we got an adorable we... character who gets kidnapped and now the heroine the hero or heroine has to save the adorable character and they both eat frogs which is very strange that they would do that that's not true at all um, they might scarif scuttlebutt is in the house Classic 58 minutes late. These are my concerns about the second half of the series. Thank you for joining us, bro. The real podfather, as they would say, of the Red Five Network. We are graced by the Emperor himself, and these are my concerns. That's exactly how Ro sounds in real life. So please, please take note of that. Okay, that's fair. I'm going to bring up one Grievous that actually, it, it, it's already changed back to normal, but I, I wrote it down and I would be remiss if I didn't say it. I felt, because I'm a talking, so you must know that it's me, that Kenobi, Ewan McGregor, being a little stiff at times when delivering his lines. And one of the lines that sticks out to me the most is, not all people are good, Leia. 
And like, I just thought that was aggressive. But then I have to remember 10 years of isolation and chopping up whales will do that to you. And, and, and your only friend is a Jawa. Jawa. <laughs> Tika. Tika. So, <laughs> I, I almost combined both of them. That's why I paused. I was like, his only friend is a Tawa. We lost Damien. He's back. <laughs> oh, he's back. My hotspot dropped out. I don't I don't like to use hotel Wi-Fi because it is usually pretty terrible. So my phone, I, it was like, oh, connection. I'm like, what? <laughs> communications disruptions can only mean one thing. Invasion. Of scorpions. You're welcome. Well, thing, yeah, I know, dude. Don't even talk yes. about I <laughs> elevated all of my luggage because everyone's like, watch out for the scorpions in Arizona. I'm like, oh, we're going to have a plenty of uh, prequel, prequel trilogy. That's a hard thing to say. PT references. Please check your windows for worms that may come in. <laughs> okay, I just want to let you know that. All right. That was my only other grievance, but I'm already over it because of the wonderful, wonderful um, top three dialogue that Mike went through. So thank you. Thank you for doing that. Appreciate you. Final grievances before we move on. I'm good. Love it. Love it. Love it. So that means we've listed our top three. We've talked about our grievances. And now let's talk about all the things in between. Time for the noticements. God, it's embarrassing. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, big shout out to Todd from the WSDR and Little T Big T podcast for pointing this out in our Red Five group chat of 47 people. You know how much I love group chats. And uh, he sent a little screen cap of the quick snippet of the Jedi Fallen Order loader droid that we see on Mapuzo early on. And I love that, which gives me hope. That confirmed Cal Kestis is in this series. Thank you. Oh. Played by Sean White. <laughs> Voiced by um, Rick Astley. <laughs> On board. Just saying. I'm just she saying. sounds delightful. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, what about you, Dames? Do you have any noticements? So I had a couple. Um, there's this running like gag now, it seems like, in Star Wars where uh, someone thinks they know what the Force is and how it works, but then the person who does know the Force says that's not how the Force works. Because um, Leia was like, can't we just use the Force? And then he's yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. not how it works. Much like you know Han Solo and, and um, Finn from the sequel yes. trilogy. <laughs> um, I think you guys mentioned something about this earlier, but like Leia and her love of droids just, is just kind of foreshadowing mm. Her connection with R2 and her trust in R2 to get 100%. the message to Obi-Wan, which is 100%. really cool. Um, and Vader's castle, at, at least to me, kind of looked like the Sauron from Lord yep. of the Rings. I agree. Um, just the, the way that it arced up and there was still that space in the middle there. And then also, I really thought that one stormtrooper was Jason Bateman. Like, I've, I, I did as much research as I could, but it... It's just some other person that that did the voice acting on that on that thing with Freck. So it sounded just like him. And I was like, oh, it's Jason Bateman and Seth Rogen in this episode. This is crazy. And then I'm like, yeah. never mind. It's just Zach Braff and not Jason Bateman in right. this episode. 
but okay. yeah, that was, that was pretty much a, just a few noticements I had. Okay, cool. Thank you. Is that, did you exhaust your list? Yes. Okay, great. Wonderful. Mike, I, I have, I have a list of stuff. I just wanted to start off with Jedi Fallen Order, but um, <laughs> I do have a list of stuff and I am happy to report that Damien did not hit one of them on my list. I'm just going to have new stuff coming at you unless Mike ruins this segment for me. Thank so you. So should, should I just rattle mine yeah, off? Rattle, I'd say rattle, rattle them all off and then I'll just edit on the fly as I usually do. Thanks. One thing I noticed that I really enjoyed is that with Vader, they're using this like horror mm-hmm. back to horror movie, mm-hmm. horror movie music instead of the Imperial March. Ooh. I love the music in this show so far. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I love that they're not using the Imperial. I think love- it was a variation of it on Mustafar. Very slow variation. I'd have to re-listen back to it, but I, I, I think I heard the beginnings of the Imperial March. I also think they don't want to pay John Williams. I think that's a big part of it. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm just saying. But yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I love the music so far. I even love the Inquisitors' music. Yeah, same. The the but I I do love that they're not you like Vader marching through that town could have easily been Imperial March, right? Or like. Even during the, uh, the the Iron Man putting together scene, easily mm-hmm. could have been the Imperial March. Nope. They went with completely different music, and I love it, and I noticed that, and I'm like, this is kind of awesome. Yeah. Uh, they are talking about the Grand Inquisitor like he's dead. I've noticed that. Okay. Where they – That scene is mine, sister. I'm next Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've, they've talked about him like he is dead. And I still don't think he is because, as you pointed out, he has two stomachs. Hold on one second. Nerd alert. Canonically speaking, they shouldn't play the Imperial March yet because Empire Strikes Back. Fair. We'll allow it. I will allow it. (laughs) But I don't like it. But I don't like it. Fair. Thank you, bro. You son of a bitch. <laughs> it's getting wild in here. We're at 10 um, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Damien, it's still 4 p.m. in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And the last part, which I'm sure we'll talk about, that I noticed is that. Critic ratings on Oof. Rotten Tomatoes are 87%. Audience, 60. Whoa. That was when I checked this morning. And not only that, and I know Roe can speak to this because he tweeted about this. It was 81%. It After was. this episode, it went down to 60? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Do they not like Star? I what did I say? This is review bombing, to to say the least, and that's what it is. And it's not the first Star Wars movie that got review bombed. It won't be the last Star Wars thing that gets reviewed. I need to walk away. I'll be back. And <laughs> that's pretty wild, though. Yeah. I mean, because this was just great. Like, what? It's just I don't. Yeah, and and that's a, I don't know. and Roe brings up a good point in that we have current 
Um, racism, possibly, likely, that is causing the review bombing. And it's really silly. I mean, it's like, come on, everybody, we're in 2022. Let's all grow up. You know what I'm saying? Grow up. It got review bombed after the Star Wars Twitter account post. That's right. Yeah, so somebody's running the new social media of Star Wars, and they came straight out. They fired an arrow into the crowd, as they would say, and just mm -hmm. flat out, you know, made a statement. And, yep. you know, just like, you can't tell me what to do. That's what happened. And then uh, all that stuff came out. I think that actually came out almost more than a week ago. Um, yeah, I thought so. I thought so as well. we, didn't really, we didn't really address it on this show because, you know, we're, we're, we're moving forward with the story, and that's what we want to focus on today it's star wars like why exactly. does it have to be personal just enjoy it this exactly. is all escape we we watch these shows to you know escape the day-to-day -to, -day, to escape you know stresses of life like it's enjoyable it should just be enjoyable sit down and enjoy it like and if yeah. you don't and don't watch it don't bomb a, a product or something just because you don't like it because of exactly. other things outside of the quality of the content so exactly uh, exactly so the, con he's the context, he did a little woosah. The context is that it got review bombed after the Star Wars Twitter account put out a statement about racism. That's kind of the timeline of this. And I think we, 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 we skirted around the issue last week because we knew we had a long show. I hate people so much. People are the worst. They're, they're honestly the worst. Um, it's the equivalent of getting your door dinged. You didn't have to do that. Like, you could have been considerate mm -hmm. and... Used spatial recognition to realize that the car was a little too close, but instead you banged into that door, and now everybody's mad at you. Oh, hey guys, we just wanted to say racism is bad. Oh, really? We hate your show. Right. Yeah, you you can't tell us what to think. Mm. Anyways, anyways, all right, hold on. Let's... It's just it's just bad. There should be some kind of restriction for like they shouldn't even have an audience score anymore. I mean, just leave it to the people that get paid to do try, it, even though we might not like the result. Yeah, they tried to do that, but you know, First Amendment rights. Anyways, right. Um, my noticements are as follows: as we 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 put this train back on the tracks. Okay, so I I, I was on TikTok and fell upon a video that I believe I shared out to to both of you, and it is from Screen Rant. Credit to them, not to me. Leia's outfit changes. I don't know if you've noticed very closely, uh, resembling like older Leia, Carrie Fisher Leia in all three episodes. So she wore white in part one, and that's uh, episode four. She wore red in part two, and that's Empire Strikes Back, Cloud City. And then she wore green in part three. Well, end of part two, beginning of part three. And uh, that's obviously Endor. But the, but, and I was like, okay, costume's cool. But here's the kicker. She's got one braid loose on her right side which is closely resembling a padawan braid the same braid that kenobi had in the prequel trilogy the same braid that anakin had in the prequel trilogy and mike's face tells it all and that was my face when i saw that video and i was like hot dog hot dog hot diggity dog that is a great connection i really want them i really want that to be on purpose I need these writers to tell me, call me right quick. I know you're on watching us. Just let me know if that was intentional. And if it was intentional, then goddamn kudos to you for really sticking details. Because if you think about it, we are in master apprentice mode right now. 
we are in that mode, which is incredible, which is, um, may I say, a little different than Mando season two, if you think about it. You know what I mean? Because you do have someone who knows of the Force and you have the Leia stuff. So I thought that was really cool. All right. Speaking to the... Let's let you mull, mull over on that. Speaking of the Inquisitor's Palace, uh, during their little argument, if you just put on your little binoculars and look past the Inquisitors, you will notice lightsabers and youngling helmets in the background. Ooh. And I know Nicole in... Um, Rogue One Radio certainly mentioned that detail, and I saw that same sort of detail on Twitter somewhere. Again, I wish I could notice these things first, but we do do our show on we do do we do our show on day six uh, before the episode, so it's hard for us to be the breaking news of it all. So, you know, it is what it is. Anywho's, um, so I thought that was really cool. So definitely go check it out. I thought that was interesting that the palace. The Inquisitor's Palace is like underwater, like Dr. Evil style, like Incrediboy style, like underwater mm -hmm. with sharks and stuff. I thought that was really cool. Um, going to Mapuzo when uh, Kenobi tries to turn off the electrical gate, it's the same switch, Imperial switch, that he uses to turn off the tractor beam, or at least in the same ballpark in terms oh, of design. Yeah. But it yeah. doesn't work, and then he shoots it, which I thought was fun and dumb. I really wish the switch would have just worked, but okay. Um, a little world building on Mapuzo, since there is a, it, it is a, 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 what are they, stripping the planet of resources. You see a Rogue One cargo ship take off in the background. Great connection there. And then the final one, which I, even as much as I love, as much as I love the High Republic, there is a loose, loose connection to High Republic in the Jedi symbol that you see in the safe house. It, it is very close to what the High Republic Jedi symbol looks, but it's not the first time I've seen that Jedi symbol. So I'm not going to say that it's on purpose for High Republic at this time, just because if you think of the Jedi Order, that's that's the symbol I think about. Um, but someone on the internet tried to make that connection. And even even me, the the all positivity towards High Republic, I went, mm, no. Nope. <laughs> nope. But we'll allow it and we'll, you know, just to bring in the High Republic stuff. So that's all my noticements that I got out of that episode. And I and I hope uh, you enjoyed that. We didn't even talk about a couple things. Oh, fire away. Like Obi-Wan having a brother. My <laughs> Well, I mentioned it in the recap. Yeah, but we're like we didn't That's, even talk. Like it's he wild. Just, he just recognizes you are my his, brother, Anakin. His mother's <laughs> shawl, his father's hands, and I, mm -hmm. I, I might have a brother. And I think like, that's a great connection to like Leia in Return of the Jedi. Like I see visions, which doesn't make sense canonically mm -hmm. with PT, but I kind of like that. It kind of makes that moment a little different for me. It hits a little different because. Maybe they do have whispers of an image, which is cool. And it's it's crazy to think about how like these Jedi that are trained young are like taken from their families and like, yep, don't I might have a mom and a dad. Right? I probably have yeah. a mom and a dad. At that, kind of, I kind of, of remember a sibling, and you're like, wow, are it the is. Jedi um, the bad guys? <laughs> Nicole, if you could elaborate on what you're talking about about the comic book, just just give me a little bit more detail so I can talk about it. It is. 
the Jedi are no different than the First Order. Yeah. They take children, they train them in a certain way. Sounds like Wayfair. You just got what I need. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, back in the olden times, Rose says, I remember hearing Obi-Wan having a brother as a kid back in the olden times when they had rotary phones. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Party lines. (laughs) That's great. That's great. Yes. Um, Anything else, Mike, that you noticed that you want to shout out? No, I'm good. (laughs) Okay. All right, Nicole, we'll wait on your context and then we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. But, um, and lo and behold, it is absolutely time for that one-sentence summary. It's now time for that one-sentence summary. Yeah! <laughs> I actually like that one. Um, the horns really do it for me. Okay. One-sentence summary for part three of Kenobi is this for me i'm gonna i hope i can i I rewrote it several times just because it didn't make sense vader's castle comic book yes thank you the details oh with um the eye of sauron gotcha i'm with you okay i'm with you i appreciate that here is my one sentence summary kenobi is no match for vader as ben is left with a sick burn like lars's comment about training his father comes full circle Nice. I was just laughing at Rose's comment right there. That animation needs a saxophone solo. I'm on it. We'll get that to you in 2024. (laughs) From Bill Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) I do have a green screen. We might be able to make something work. I do like that one that's on uh, it's just like the dude without a shirt like playing his heart out on the saxophone. So we good. should do the um, the father and son trombone with the oven. It's <laughs> his smash in the oven. <laughs> I love that so much. It's incredible. <laughs> and then they put it to like the really, really heavy like rave music. And like there's like a drone shot going over a crowd. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw it to the Arizona guy. Ooh, it's finally dark out here. It is finally dark. Welcome to the darkness. Watch out for me. on the West Coast here. Just, right. just like on Mapuza, it randomly got dark. Bang, light to dark. It all makes sense. Thank you so much. Make that connection. <laughs> we started this podcast an hour ago, and now it's dark. It's just like the show. All right. So here we go. Zach Braff was a fracking jerk as he led Obi-Wan and Leia down a dangerous path. But not even an imperial traitor can deny the inevitable. Vader will have his revenge. Ooh, excellent, excellent. I went the non-funny route this week. (laughs) Non-funny route, all facts, all... Wait. Exactly. Let's get down (laughs) to business. Exactly. All right, Mike. (laughs) This episode was about two things. Breaking necks and bashing frecks. (laughs) Yes, yes, that was awesome. That's the best one. Oh, is it too early for the Freck spinoff series? 
they um they said that his vehicle was called an automobile. Oh, <laughs> I saw that on Twitter. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That's so funny. I love those one sentence summaries. Thank you so much for working on them. Um, I do enjoy the hell out of them. Here we go. I love that we are over an hour on the show. It just shows you how much passion. If this was Book of Boba Fett, tight <laughs> 39 minutes and we were done. <laughs> tight 39 minutes and we were done. And that, I am throwing shade at the bud of Boba Fett. Did you see that they're nominating? Did I, did I send you that? That they're, they're, they're putting the Book of Boba Fett up for nominations, Emmy nominations. Get out of my face. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. If if it's uh, Ming Na Wen, cool. Anyone else, get out of my face. I don't know that that Rancor for making its film debut, live action debut, did pretty good. The baby Rancor. I thought that they Danny were Trejo a, for best guest star. <laughs> yeah, they were going to get a award for the X Games for best spinning. <laughs> maybe maybe Ludwig. I'll give it to Ludwig. Yeah. Soundtrack's always good. No, Ludwig's good. Hold on. Luna Girl is, is reminding us about positivity. Some people like Book of Boba Fett. I didn't hate it. <laughs> There's just some things that just... I, I didn't I hate know. it, but I also didn't enjoy it. Fair, 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 I, fair. I think I want to give it a rewatch just nope. to like go into it after the fact now okay i rewatched with no expectations like all the way up here you know so so the biggest difference in terms of rewatching is i want to rewatch these kenobi episodes i have no interest in rewatching the book of boba fett yeah that's it i mean that's and that's fine i don't even want to read the book of boba fett i don't even want to skim the book of boba fett i don't even want to crack the cover I want to keep the plastic wrap on. I don't even want to read the back of the book of Boba Fett that <laughs> lets you know what the book is about. Oh, my God. I don't even want to take the price tag off of the book of Boba Fett. I want to leave it on the big table at BJ's that has all the other books that are in wholesale. <laughs> I wouldn't even pick this book up if it was in the, like, the free take this section of the library. But what about the audiobook of Boba Fett? <laughs> no. I wouldn't even get the free sleep. I wouldn't even get the free audiobook from Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. That was good. We're gonna have to clip that later. I'll make sure I isolate that. All right, here are my predictions because I obviously am the best at predicting these shows. One for sixty-nine. Like my relationship with most people. Reva it had to be 69 though, right? Yep, that's exactly right. <laughs> Reva captures Leia and takes her off world away from the Inquisitors. Mm. She contacts Kenobi and has him meet her there by part five. Mm. Meanwhile, Kenobi gets to Jabim. You ready? And he has back to tank healing sessions, which means flashbacks to Clone Wars. And we get Clone Wars style Anakin Skywalker, and everybody goes 
knucking futs. I love it. I mean, like, you know, I, th I think I've said it before. You don't bring Hayden back just to have him under a helmet and, like, have heavy, like, the, makeup. The hallucinations sold me. I said they're using it more than in the suit. I'm in. Awesome. That's okay. a really good prediction. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Michael, top that sucker. No. <laughs> I should have went last. I'm sorry. No, no, really. David Kanye is in the chat. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. I think, obviously, he's going after Leia. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> but I think he's going to head back to uh, Dayu. Okay. Oh, a little Haja action. I think Haja is going to come back into play where he he knows he knows things he knows people and somewhere along the way maybe either on his journey or maybe in Dayu maybe and maybe in episode 5 he finally breaks through to Qui-Gon which gives him the strength to have the rematch of a lifetime with Vader yes he will finally break through to Qui-Gon i think it's going to be in episode 5 not the next episode not yeah in a few hours. Yeah, <laughs> I, li I like that, and I'm with you, and I I'm loving all of that. I just, it just dawned on me that Nicole is the smartest person in the chat right now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Nicole. I appreciate you. Anyways, um, hey, David. The one, oh, I'm sorry. The one theory I did see that we can just bring it up and talk about, I don't necessarily know that I believe in it, which, okay. but it would make sense is i think i read this i forget where i read it is that by the end of the season the way obi-wan gets away from vader is that it's... he fakes his own death oh oh i love it uh so which yeah. would explain yeah. you know 19 years going by him yeah. being back on yeah. tatooine and vader yeah. not knowing that he's there yeah. Is that, you know, there there's the rematch of a lifetime and, you know, he maybe he falls down some sort of a shaft and he's dead. He's totally dead. But mm -hmm. just like Palpatine, somehow <laughs> he comes back. Or or just like Luke said, no one's really ever gone. <laughs> and Mace Window. Exactly. Can I can I um, sidetrack back to uh, an earlier point you made? No. Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> About um, Kenobi getting you know getting stronger in force and communing with Qui Gon. One of the dialogues. No, one of the things he read in the path, the Underground Railroad, the the safe house, was a, a quote from Quinlan Boss that said, "Only when you close your eyes." Can you really see? And Leia's like, see what? Or Tala says, see what? I forget. And she, he says the way, which I thought was cool. Um, only when you close your eyes can you really see. I see Obi-Wan closing his eyes before Vader strikes him down on the Death Star. Mm. 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 Simmer. Damien, it's your, it's your turn to impress us. 
<laughs> well, get ready to be let down. All right, here we go. Um, Dengar. <laughs> listen, it's Dengar every week, guys, all right? He, he was alive in Rise of Skywalker, so um, yeah, Dengar. <laughs> no, but he, the one That's thing that it. really intrigued it, that was it. Roll the credits. Um, <laughs> the one thing that like really intrigued me about this episode was uh, just hearing about Kenobi's like family. Yeah. And I almost wonder if we're going to somehow like he's going to be able to tap into memories of that or if we even find out like maybe his brother's alive and Vader somehow finds out and then Vader once again to continue the torment like oh kills his brother. Um, oh, which would just make things even more worse for Kenobi. <laughs> but this whole theme of this show is just trauma for Obi-Wan like it's just vader just pounding down on him and getting his revenge and it would be kind of cool to see a little bit more because like when we first saw him in a new hope like we knew about him like he's a you know he's a jedi but like he's probably kooky and crazy um and then obviously like all the other prequel stuff just fleshes out his story so it'd be kind of cool to see that but um yeah i don't i mean i don't know if i would like to see more of obi-wan's family i think we're gonna probably see that but who knows? I mean, I can't beat the back to tank, man. <laughs> no, so I, I still, I, I like that as well. Honestly, it's that's that's a great point. And the thing that when you were saying that reminded me of was like Dumbledore having a brother in Harry Potter was kind of mind blowing, mm-hmm. right? Because Dumbledore was, you know, that the wizard, and then he has all this past that we learned about in the story over time, of course. And that was that was a quite a, a dynamical shift, and bringing Obi oh my God bringing his brother into the fray and Obi Wan going, you're my brother, and then Vader Wang, you don't get a brother, you know like, <laughs> not that I want to wish anything wow. more on Obi Wan like I mean we already know what happened to the guy but I mean like. If we're going to pile it on, the guy was already lit on fire. Like, I mean, we might as well just pile it on at this point. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah, for, man. For sure. So we have um, just, just following up with some people in the chat. Dave says that Obi-Wan faked his death in Clone Wars in front of Anakin. Roe follows that up with that happens in season three. Luna Girl says truth, David. And then we have a nice little prediction here of uh, Kenobi cannot commune with Qui-Gon because of all his PTSD, his powers are clouded, which I believe that all checks out in my brain um, for sure, no doubt about it. Uh, he's just absolutely trying his best to just make it. He's just trying to make it right now. And uh, he's making his way downtown, walking fast, <laughs> faces past that. And And he would be homebound, but he doesn't really remember his family. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, A a quick question for you guys. If I Mm. should fall (laughs) into the fire, Mm. do you think Darth Mm. would pull me higher? Cause you know I'd fly a thousand miles if I could just See you. If I could just burn you, you got to do uh, no, no, a thousand. Uh, wait, was it one th- a thousand miles? It's a thousand miles, yeah. Yeah, I go parsecs. 
Oh, hold on one second. You... Wizard. That was good. All right, you have a question, Dames. So this is just something I was, I've been thinking about. And I know that they're really hitting us all in the nostalgia bone with stuff. Do you think we get a Yoda cameo? Qui-Gon seems like it's going to be the one, but do you think somehow, some way there will be Yoda or are they saving that for something else down the road? I don't know. I think I would hate that um, just because too much. Well, he's, he's alive. Start there. Right. He's on Dagobah. So, I mean, that would mean that we'd have to force project, which would, which, which would tie into Rose favorite sequel trilogy movie, the last Jedi. Um, I, I also think it would take away from the, the last Jedi's Yoda appearance. That's true um, too. But I did hear that there's a potential Yoda series in the works. Which that is curious. Cool. I don't know. I don't know how aff- affirmative that is. Um, man, I would be very disappointed. I need, I need my Liam. I oh, need we're getting Liam. We're definitely getting it. Liam. And I kind of think, like you said, if he is, like he's on Dagobah, like it would kind of. They're keeping it kind of contained. Like even though we're hopping around to different planets, it's still like contained in its own little world. So I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it would be interesting, uh, but definitely not. I don't know if it's a this season type thing. I kind of like the story where it's going, but you know, yeah. I'll take anything Yoda, anything. Apparently, season, season two is greenlit. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, according to you know not official sources, and that the ending has sort of been tweaked. Yeah, because um, uh, they like rewrote Riva's. Uh, yeah, that's what I that's arc. what I read as well. Um, I assumed. And this is kind of where my prediction comes to that. I do think Reeve is going to turn coat. I do think there's an ulterior, ulterior motive here. And I do think she would end up sacrificing herself in the long run. So Kenobi can get away. It's kind of how, that's how I'm writing the story in my head. Um, but now with her, <laughs> with a potential season two, which would be great, by the way, I don't even care that yeah. this is no longer. A, I, I, it could be an unlimited series for all I care. Give me, <laughs> me all of it. Um, this is just such a great time period for, you know, like you said earlier, empire details, world building, um, great actors, A mm-hmm. tier actors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, we're going to go from A tier actors to virtually, you know, semi unknowns in Andor's, um, except for Skarsgård. I think he's in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's great. Um, we'll see. But, uh, you know, no, I just, I, th- I think right now um, we've got. <laughs> It's only in a few hours, friends. Kenobi Part 4 is only in a few hours as of this recording on June 7th. That's just why I love the Tuesday. I am so friggin' hyper right now for <laughs> Kenobi Part 4. Remember I, when we were saying, like, oh, this will be a normal episode and shorter and bloody bloody. It is. <laughs> it's only 34 minutes over time. <laughs> oh, look at me. I take the days off. Oh, oh. I'm taking days off to go to my daughter's move-up day. Yeah, you know what? Speaking of move-up day, you made it move with this segment. (laughs) Guys, I got aggressive again. I'm sorry. Pat, I need to prepare you. Need to prepare Mm. you for this. Uh, This is NC-76. This is like, yeah. So, guys, this week... Wait, can I feature you? Hold on. Sure, feature (laughs) me. Just kidding. Feature me so hard. (laughs) (laughs) So, 
this week my OnlyFans changed it up again. So you can catch me at OnlyFans backslash Freck Me Telecom. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Freck Me. Freck Me I really love Telecom. The word. Oh. Oh, it's two characters. Now I'm understanding. Yeah. That's very punny and disgusting. And <laughs> you should join time. us tomorrow evening on the Red 5 Network Gaming as we play Jackbox. <laughs> And it gets a little bit, I would say it's even more, let's just say the word cuckold was thrown around during our Jackbox games. And that Why is, shouldn't it be? That's <laughs> very aggressive for sure. But uh, that, that, that wraps our episode. Just so you know, let's, let's go through all the fun stuff. This is Extra Star Wars Podcast. We're covering the Kenobi uh, Limited, not maybe. That's why I said maybe earlier. Part three, Mike Damien, you did a great job. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Damien, make sure you don't do it, but like I'm just going to shout you out. Haven't seen any content from the Casa lately. You must be in Arizona, whatever. No, I'm just going <laughs> to um, definitely check out Casa de Dupree uh, over on YouTube. He puts out some great pop culture videos. Uh, big, big emphasis right now on Stranger Things. So if you are interested in theories and stuff like that, go check that out. And I know Damien is very excited for Jurassic World. Dominion. So stay tuned Thursday Just, night. I'm, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. West Coast time, 620. And I already had, I just had to record the audio for the video and it'll be right up. Just uh, kind of breaking down the ending of the movie because I've been waiting for this one for a long time. So I'm excited. I'm excited for the movie based on the fact that the trailer sold me. They, they bring in back, they're bringing back the OGs. I love it. Um, watching your videos gets me excited for that, um, even more so than Freck. So uh, I can't freaking wait to, Freck see, you. to see that. And I'm happy. I'm happy if you please talk to my wife and say, Hey, can Sean come out and see Jurassic world with me? That oh, way I'll see, we it can again. See I'll see it with you for sure. So let's make that happen. Mike, you can come if you want. And no, uh, I'm good. <laughs> you <laughs> are, di you are dynamite. Um, the second one left a bed. It's very one, similar to the, the first trilogy. 100%. The second one it, left a bad taste in my mouth. The continuity error uh, really um, felled me up when they cloned a human from dino dna yeah. so that was a little strange and, but we'll accept it i <laughs> also showed the was entire cool. dino the whole Alton movie was, was cool. shown in the trailer like the whole movie i knew what the movie was going to be just from the trailers i'm like guys where's like the element of surprise here so exactly. i think exactly. they got some making up to do i think they'll they, do good they sure do they sure do so we have uh <laughs> we have the ending of our show we uh we we did it we made it don't forget to check out extra star wars on YouTube, don't forget to follow me on Twitter, Extra Star Wars. Um, we're live on Facebook right now. If you're 40 plus, uh, make sure you uh, hit the follow or like button or however it works over on Facebook land. And uh, definitely bookmark the MySpace page and um, mm -hmm. edit the GeoCities page just in case uh, you were <laughs> over on that. Pretty soon now that the top threes have been revealed, I will put together the part three, top three over on the YouTube channel. I have part one and part two up there right now. Uh, less than three minutes each to get a recap of each of my own personal 
top three. So make sure you go check that out. A great and thankful and gratitude attitude towards our chat. I appreciate everybody who is in the chat from Nicole to Lunar to Ro, you're okay. Dave, eh, you know, <laughs> maybe next time. Um, all the way to science fictionary. We're just going, I'm going all the way back. I'm sorry. I got to scroll, scroll. The fact that I have to scroll is incredible. The Hectalorian, thank you for uh, hanging out with us and checking us out. DB, you're the best. I appreciate you. I don't care what Luna says about you. Um, <laughs> just big shout outs to Restream for absolutely bombarding the chat with all of those auto timers. I got to fix those. And um, it's just been wonderful. And I do and I do appreciate it. And I believe this is a fun show. And I believe we get some entertainment. And there is no used and abused. Thank you. Thank you for checking back in. I appreciate you. And to be honest with you, I just love doing this with you. And that's what I got to say. Thanks, boys. Thank you. We're out. Boom. <laughs>